Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Tuesday Topics. My name is Paul Edwards, and welcome also uh, to uh, a meeting of the American Council of the Blind's Resolutions Committee we are in the intriguing position of actually uh, currently being available on two streams. So we are in on ACB Media 1, and we are on ACB Media 6. Should the Resolutions Committee choose to go on beyond 9 p.m., we will only be available on ACB Media 6. But for now, you can have um, dueling ladies and um, have one-on-one and one-on-six and see how well they talk with each other. So that's the plan. It is our intention to do three or four resolutions tonight. And um, we are uh, we are waiting around for our leader to arrive. I don't think he's so far here. Gabe, are you here yet? No? <clears throat> so he said he might be a few minutes late because of something called work. Well, that's rude. Poor uh, word. Yeah. So what I thought we might do to start with, just and, and to give Gabe a little bit more time to get here, um, and and uh, Jeff and Mark, I, I hope you'll agree with this. Maybe it would be a good idea um, for one of you guys to go through what the process is going to be this year, just so those people who have tuned in will have an idea of exactly how this process works. Well, Jeff, I'm winking at you because I expect you may know some of the finer points better even than, than I might. Okay. So there will be a series of these phone calls throughout May and much of June, I think, where we will be dealing with the 30 or so resolutions. I think you guys have already done us guys. Three. Yep. Uh, three. Yep. Okay. And so um, come the convention... Um, they'll may do a few resolutions during Sunday through Wednesday, but the majority will be done on Thursday and of convention, Thursday, whatever that is, the seventh or whatever it is. And maybe it's the sixth. So we will take a vote, a voice vote, essentially, a voice vote being everybody saying I in the hall and everybody raising their hand on Zoom. And if there is at least 25 people that think, let's say the, 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 the Dan, our president says, okay, I think it's passed. Then he will call for people who object to that. And if 25 people object, it will be put into a voice vote, a roll call vote scenario. And that roll call, any resolution that has to have a roll call vote or that has amendments that require a roll call vote will be held over. And on July 11th, after we're all back home, those of us who went to Omaha and everybody else, on the 11th of July, if there are any Amendments to resolutions that still need to be voted on, they will be voted on on the 11th. And then on the 13th of July, uh, any resolutions that require a roll call vote, there'll be a ballot. 
and you'll go on vote now, and you'll go right at, just like on the 11th. There'll be one ballot. You'll go right down the ballot. Yes, no, yes, no. In fact, that's the way I do it. Just don't even worry about what it says. Just yes, no. Exactly. Yes, no. Yes, no. yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, then there'll be way. yeah. And then and then there'll be a delegate vote on Zoom. You can hear how all the delegates vote, and the total vote will determine which resolutions will pass and fail. But that's only the ones that don't pass on the so-called voice vote which is, as I say, is during convention week. And, and we're hoping, or, or at least I think, I, sorry, let me be clear. I am hoping that 99.9% of the resolutions will pass via voice vote or that, um, it, you know, it, <clears throat> that, that it will be clear enough what the majority is that, that, that people won't, won't perceive that, uh, won't perceive that it would be appropriate for them to, to um to to call for a a, a ballot vote but we'll if, see if past practice is any indication yes that's what will happen but there's really no way to tell under this there, new environment there is will, not will people be less likely to object yep. and want a roll call vote or will they be more likely since they're since a lot of them will not be in the room they'll be well, in their yep. nice houses in right Wichita, or could, could be a number of beverages that Charlotte, they've already partaken Yeah, of. yeah, that's right. That's or they right. could just be recalcitrant little ones. They yeah, absolutely could. <laughs> they could. Wait a second. Are you talking about me when you say recalcitrant? We, we've had we that the entire time since we've been waiting Mr. for Mr. President. Yeah, have your ears been good, burning? Good. No. Well, yes, but that's because I've been connected to a headphone all day. <laughs> <laughs> um so everyone, our resolutions committee consists of oh twelve to fourteen members. There are there are a bunch of 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 newbies um, on our resolutions committee this year, but it's a it's a pretty large group, Which and there awesome are a number of us who are holdouts. Um, and Gabe, you're you you're say. in charge now, so you can decide what we want to do next. We haven't introduced everybody, but we have talked about the process. Okay, the the process of resolutions. Uh huh. Because I thought okay. it might be good to get that out of the way so that people would understand exactly what their point is. Yeah, but yeah. the nice thing is with tonight and and by the way, I had said, Gabe, that if you guys want to meet with Tuesday topics next week again, we can. Okay. Well, that would be fun. I'm sure we can come up with more resolutions to do then. Um. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I, uh, I I get off of work at seven Eastern, so that's why I'm a few minutes late here. Um, so I am trying to find my resolutions, two thousand. So I can tell everyone the story yeah, I, I figured... told Gabe a few minutes ago yep. about the guy who got the the broadcaster for the Minnesota Twins who was kicked out of the Oakland Athletics broadcast with last night because they had to bring an exterminator to get a possum. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I must have gone to bed before that. <laughs> 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 I was watching that game. <laughs> you and about 22 other people. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty amazing. So this was the TV one or the radio one, Jeff? 
I don't actually know whether it was the TV one or the radio one. Oh, I'm going to have to watch it tonight to see if they talk about it. Jeff and I decided they pro- that the Oakland A's probably have more possums in attendance than people. <laughs> it was ra- it was radio, and they made him leave the booth while they got the possum. Absolutely, oh, I, true. I thought you were saying that they made the possum leave the booth. Yeah, well, they may have I done that too. Saying. Were you there, Larry? Were you no, no, but I, I I was not. I did not fly out there just to see if a possum would be in the booth. No, I did. I actually heard it today, and it was you all should, over the place. It made the news. You, yeah, you should fly. You should fly up here, Larry, and, and we can go attend a game. And, and I bet you we can find a possum. Oh, I'm sure you could. <laughs> sounds like a prank um, that they played on that poor guy. It really does. That sounds like a like a fraternity prank. No, nah, no, nah, this is this is the Oakland A's. It's just the stadium. Of, uh, yeah, that'd yeah, be nice nah. to the Oakland A's now. Yeah, we like the A's. Um, so anyway, I you know let's we, we should probably get going here. Um, <laughs> so we've we've got uh, um, Mr. Edwards had selected one or submitted one resolution, and I don't know if we have Aaron Espinoza in the crowd, but he is the you do ACB students president. So if um, if we could maybe unmute him for this discussion because. Uh, as as Paul mentioned in his uh, blurb about Tuesday topics, we have dueling resolutions. Um, one of them submitted by the students that uh, says, uh, just summarizing, and we'll we'll uh, what I would propose is we read both of them and discuss the the merits and maybe any demerits of of either resolution and figure out because. Um, yeah, figure out how to reconcile the two. So we have one submitted Number by, uh, and Paul, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Braille Revival League. Um, yes, that's correct. Coming coming from California, I keep wanting to add of California onto the end of that. Can, <laughs> we have an can, we, play, can we have Larry pull um, up the deliverance theme before we uh, <laughs> read these? <laughs> I've been humming so, it now for the last 30 seconds until I realized I was on mute. So I, yeah. <laughs> do you want me to uh, do you want me to read the, the BRL one? Sure. Yours the BRL one is on the non capitalization. Yes. See? In okay. a real thick Appalachian accent would be very yeah. fun. Uh, all right. And everybody so, on Tuesday and everybody on Tuesday topics is going right now is going, what the heck did we just exactly. say that <laughs> That's a good way to use your, lose your audience. Sir. Yeah, it, it is. Even in the title, there's no capital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so where oh, there, there is there is a capital on all, the capitalization of Braille One. Yes, there is. I saw it. Yes. I was looking because um, I was curious. So, whereas virtually all word processors, including Microsoft Word, WordPerfect, and others, routinely change every occurrence of the word Braille um, without capitals to a version with a capital B. And whereas the Braille Authority of North America, BANA, an organization of Braille consumers and producers from the United States and Canada released a statement concerning the situation more than a decade ago, which had little or no effect. 
And whereas the Braille Revival League is the preeminent consumer organization of Braille users in the United States, and whereas we believe that the highest honor for Braille is to recognize it as a regular part of the language and not a special word requiring a capital letter, and whereas use of the capitalized Braille is misleading, insulting, and misrepresents the meaning of the term Braille, and whereas we affirm that Braille is not a language deserving to be capitalized, but a communications medium that should only be capitalized when it refers to the name of Louis Braille, an early proponent of this system of communication. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the American Council of the Blind and Convention assembled on this, the 7th day of July 2022 at the Hilton Hotel in Omaha, Nebraska, that this organization joins with its affiliate, the Braille Revival League, in categorically rejecting the use of an inappropriate capital for the word Braille, and be it further resolved that this organization commits to work with organizations of and for the blind, as well as with entities responsible for producing word processing programs to remedy this egregious grammatical inaccuracy. And that's the end of the resolution, Mr. Chair. All righty. So, Mr. Chair, can you, can you hear me? What's up, Michael? I just wondered if you could hear me. I think I clicked on the wrong no. link before. Sorry. We, no, no, sorry. We, can we, can hear you. we can hear you, Michael. <coughs> okay. um, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, we can we can hear you. Um, it's it's a bit it, it's a bit echoey, but uh, but yeah, we can hear you. Um, so would we like to read, or does does somebody yes yeah, so have it I, up and, and like I to read the up, second but... one? Um, I I feel like it would only be fair to read both of them. Um, I can, can I can read, can read the second one. One one second, please. Let me just um exit out of uh the one that we just uh, uh read, and then I'll I'll get to the. Ooh. Who's speaking? Wait, Marissa, Marissa, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff. I know you're you're new to the committee, so we'll forgive Jeff. Okay. Uh, we, don't, so we, don't, we don't forgive him. That. We don't forgive him for much, but we'll me, forgive but... him. We'll we don't forgive him for much, but we'll forgive him for this. That's right. We'll, we'll okay, forgive him. We'll just, just assign a very aggressive uh, penance for him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we are talking about the capitalization of Braille this time. Yes, ma'am. Okay, here we go. Capitalization of Braille when referring to, um, to the code. Um, ACB students. Uh, whereas in the 19th century, the invention of the Braille code brought truly functional literacy to people who are blind for the first time. And whereas the Braille code has facilitated education, employment, information, and entertainment for millions of people who are blind since its invention. 
thus improving the quality of life and socioeconomic status of many and whereas this system of raised dots was devised by one man, uh, Louis Braille, who himself was blind. Whereas Louis Braille's uh, genius was complemented by his quiet tenacity in confronting the opposition of some who believed that uh, that blind should be made to read and write standard print letters, despite such a process being cumbersome and far less effective than the Braille system. Where and whereas Louis Braille is an example to us all of what can be achieved when we as people who are blind solve our own problem. Whereas Braille authorities in English-speaking countries now recommend that when referring to the code, the word Braille should not be capitalized. And whereas many other significant inventions named after the inventor continue to be capitalized, including the uh, Morse code, the Fahrenheit and Celsius temperature scales, and even the Nemeth Braille code. And whereas inadequate con uh, consultation has occurred on this change of practice, and whereas capitalizing Braille when referring to the code is an appropriate way to show our appreciation and respect for Louis Braille's uh, single-handed priceless contribution to people who are blind throughout the world over two centuries. Now, therefore, be it resolved that American Council of the Blind as a matter of policy immediately and henceforth capitalizes Braille when referring to the code in all internal and external communications. And be it further resolved that the American Council of the Blind calls upon the Braille Authority of North America, BANA, to conduct a binding, independently run, fair and transparent um, sorry, ref, uh, referendum of all end users of the Braille code in North America on the, on the capitalizing of Braille when referring to the code. And this is the end of the resolution. All right. Thank you, Marissa. So, uh, do we have Aaron unmuted? Actually, do we need a motion to discuss both resolutions? I don't know that we need a motion yeah, okay. to discuss both of them. 
Hi, Aaron. Um, I just want to I want to make sure you are unmuted so you can participate in this discussion as the representation of ACB students, as uh, as Paul is the representation for the um, for our revival league. Um, yeah, I'll be fair on all sides. So, do, does uh, since we read the the BRL one first, Paul, uh, do you have any thoughts on these two resolutions and their kind of different? Uh, this is I view them. They're different angles on capitalizing of the word Braille. Well, obviously the. The Braille Revival League and, and to a degree, the, the Braille Authority of North America and some other um, Braille organizations in the English-speaking world have taken the position that by defaulting to capitalizing the word Braille, word processors um, are, are doing so because... Uh, they believe that there is no difference between the word Braille and the word French and the word English and the word German and the word Swahili, <clears throat> which are all language, or frankly, the word sign language, which is also a language uh, with its own grammar and so on. That is not what Braille is. Braille is a code of communication, and by creating the impression that it's a language, one of one of the things that we're doing is I, I think we are miscommunicating with the general public. And I also think that we are we are not disrespecting um, Louis Braille, whose name should always be capitalized. Um, but but we are, in fact, providing clarity and clarification so that every, everyone understands that there is a difference between Braille as a purported language, which it isn't, and Braille as a communication system, which it is. Um, I, I think Morse code, which is another example that was given in the other resolutions, is, mm -hmm. is almost a language. Um, it isn't quite, but it certainly has it certainly represents language with dots and dashes. I think Fahrenheit and Celsius is, is a, is a different issue. I think there is some, it, it is clear that they aren't, that they aren't languages though. I'm not sure what the justification for their capitalization is, unless it's exactly what the other resolution suggests it is. But the Braille Revival League believes that it's far more appropriate for us to have Braille well understood for what it is, rather than misconstrued as a language, which is what happens when it's capitalized. Thank you, Mr. Chair. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, now, Mr. Aaron, uh, would, would you please kind of explain to us kind of the background and, and where uh, the students' resolution came from on, uh, on capitalizing and kind of the, you know, yeah, so yeah, so it came from uh, the rationale too. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it basically came from we know some other organizations capitalize like internal and external communications and there's also some countries that already capitalize the word when referring to the code. Um so that's kind of the background where that uh, came from and like the resolution says it it's to kind of honor uh Louis Brown um and his invention 
And to his point about like um, Microsoft Word, I think he said, uh, capitalizing, uh, we do agree that they, they got it wrong and they think it's it's a language, but if it's they're already doing it, then that's kind of a benefit um, um, for our reasoning to capitalize it. Um, they won't have to do anything uh, different. So that's that's kind of our two main things and points. And to the names um, about Morse code and, and then the other examples, um, it kind of aligns what we believe in that things that are named after their inventors should be uh, capitalized. Okay. Chairman, I think we could I think we could resolve the problem differently by just uh, calling for the elimination of the word print and substituting the word Gutenberg, and then people could ask for copies in either Braille or Gutenberg. <laughs> Oh, I, I I agree, Mr. Bell. As long as, as, long as we have Braille uh, printed on a Gutenberg press. I move. Okay, I does, move does anybody the have committee. I move the committee make no recommendation. Second. On, on either of these? On either of these. Sorry. Yes, and, thank you. Uh, okay. And so in that case, both. But and hold on before we do that. I said, did I hear somebody with a second? I seconded Michael. Michael, okay. I thought I did. I just wanted to make sure before I started blabbing on about stuff. Um, so in that case, um, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. We've, we've got a lot of folks on here smarter than me. That would mean that the resolutions committee would basically take no action and not really do any further editing on either of these resolutions. And both of the resolutions would be presented to the convention body in July as they've been submitted to us. We, we could, we've been um, on the question of editing. We've done both ways. Sometimes we've done just as you said, left them completely alone other times we've taken the courtesy of editing resolutions to make them look as good as they, you know, could in terms, because mm -hmm. if something passes, you don't want it to look, you know, right. slovenly or whatever. The word right. is. Um, so we could well, add, yeah, still so add them. We could do that. Okay. So, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman. Mr. Riker. So I would not be supportive of it, and I'll tell you why. As I understand the process that we're going to engage in, we will put before the convention the resolutions. They will essentially be adopted unless 25 people object. I think we can expect that on it, both of these resolutions, there will be very likely 25 people who would object. Right. And then... Now，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那
of order out of that chaos. Right. But I, I, I just, I, I just think you could be in a situation where you're going to have it on, on either of these. You're going to have a fair number of people who don't like it. Therefore, it will go to a vote. And right. when it goes to a vote, you could really be in one heck of a pickle if they both end up right. getting voted. And, may I ask and, a question? Hold, hold on, hold on, Michael. Jeff, you were going to respond to something that Mark had said. Well, no, I, I, it's fine. He, he's right. You could have both of them passing. You could have both of them failing. Yeah. And if I and if I'm correct, yeah. I think what we do is if there's 25 people that raise their hands, then it it then goes to a roll call uh, vote. Right, a roll taken out of that process. The following roll. right. So yeah. So and at that point, then it goes to what Mark was saying about um, you know we could end up having both. Resolutions passed, but as I, I as I want to acknowledge, hold on just a minute. As I want to acknowledge, even if the flaw in my argument is, you, even if we make a recommendation one way or the other, it doesn't change the reality that the convention is still That's in charge. Right. So That's I mean, right. it is what it is. I mean, it's so. But and here and here, but I, and I I heard you, Michael. But my, I guess my issue is, and, and without really arguing either way, I'm just putting this out there. What would it do to the organization, to ACB, if both of these resolutions pass? The highest vote um, getter wins. That's that's the that's the parliamentary sure? rule. Uh, if you can't if you can't harmonize them, which I don't think you can in this particular case, and unless one of them is withdrawn, you can't. So, they're so they're so opposite that you can't really blend them. It's either so one or the other. This is uh, but I right wanted question. to say something. Go ahead. If we were talking about people and not resolutions, we would have an election and somebody would win. And we are a creative organization that is able to come up with in a pandemic how to run a convention. So my question would be, why couldn't we treat these two resolutions? like an election rather than a standard resolutions process because that's not the way the process is set up yeah mr chair to work and this year i don't think this year uh, i heard you paul but this year the the way resolutions are being done is it's basically a checkbox that you just go down the list and you check this one and this one and this one and this one right, it's not a there's not a there's not an either or it's a, a yes or no on both of these it's not a either this one or that one kind of a, that's kind of a process why can't we modify the process to treat it like it were an election for a candidate good luck with that <laughs> Took forever to come up with the process to begin with. I don't know what vote now would even say about that, and we couldn't. I, I was going to say, speaking as speaking as somebody, Jeff and I yeah. are both on the on the resolution or on the voting task force, as well as resolutions and you know a, a billion other things. At least in Jeff's case, um, I haven't gone through, and, and to my understanding of the voting process, I just don't think there's a mechanism to do that, Michael. Oh. Nope. I um, just there's a motion on the floor that says we should take no recommend uh, whatever make no recommendation. Why don't we start with the committee and go through and find out if the committee supports that that motion? It's kind of what let's we're doing. doing. Well, let's do it. Um, I mean, I'd rather Paul, worry about Paul, how we're going to vote on the two and make them equal. Okay. We may actually have Paul, a you. We may defeat that that motion. Paul, you have you had something to comment before we start. 
polling the committee members, I guess. Well, I did, and I would encourage you to, 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 to ask other committee members for input as well. I'd like to believe that 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 the vote that I am about or, or that the, the points that I'm about to make are based on principle um, rather than on the fact that I like my emotion better, my resolution better. But I'm sure um, that, that, there, that there are those who will misconstrue what I'm about to say anyway. <laughs> So I'm if, we, if, if, your, if your statements can be misconstrued, I can guarantee that somebody here will do it. <laughs> Aaron, I think Paul is helping you out here. It's good to be. <laughs> so what, what, what I wanted to say is it, it, if we determine that, that what we are going to do is to send these resolutions forward as they are, or essentially as they are perhaps being edited, um, it would be my view that we are, in fact, defeating the whole process um, as it was set up to operate. The whole point of setting up open meetings of the resolutions committee over a period of time um, is to enable the organization to have loads of opportunities to debate whatever resolutions come forward and to have made a decision so that final resolutions go forward um, to the convention so that members can vote on them, but vote on them with the understanding that two things have happened. One, that the committee has made a determination um, that the resolution that is being sent forward is an appropriate and an effective one which has been properly wordsmithed and two, that the resolution has given an opportunity to our members to provide sufficient input that the hope is that there will be relatively limited debate during the convention because that debate has already occurred during these meetings. If we decide for any resolutions to to avoid those concepts, it seems to me that that we are denigrating the process, denigrating the membership, and and so seriously jeopardizing the viability of our process that what we'll end up doing is making a mockery of the whole thing. So, so in other words, you're saying you're not in favor of Mr. Tom's resolution. Or, That's uh, correct. Motion. Correct. <laughs> okay. Um, are there any other, and I haven't been able to look at the list of who we've got on here today, are there any other committee members that have not spoken to this point um, that have thoughts on this that you want to share before we start just going down and, and or I guess it's a good try taking a voice vote before we go name by name. Well, this is Renee and... Um on the yeah hi um, uh, um, the reason I'm in favor of not taking a, um, a not not doing anything with the resolutions is only because I feel that there is without hearing any public and I would like to hear the you know, with well, the public yeah, gonna, but but what but I feel I feel there's a strong there's a strong done. yeah there's a strong um, a number of people um, that um, that 
do capitalize Braille out of respect for Lewis Braille. And I, um, I feel that, um, that both sides need an accurate, um, accurate point of view. Um, I'll leave it at that for right now because I don't want to see how I, how I would vote until that question comes up. Okay. Any other committee members want to share any thoughts before, uh, this Before we Donna. open it up to the Tuesday topics. This is um, Donna. Yeah, go ahead, Donna. I think that we should let it go through the process that it should go through the, for the purpose that we're here as a committee. That's my thought. I think it, I agree with what Paul says. Okay. Mr. Chair. If, yes, sir. If the seconder is willing to withdraw the motion, I will withdraw it, although I will make a different motion at some point. I, I have no doubt that you will. But I, but I agree <laughs> with Paul insofar as I don't want to abdicate our responsibility. Okay. Michael, you are the seconder. Right. Uh, if he wants to withdraw his, his motion, I would let him. Okay. You would let him. <laughs> All right. Well, Jeff, you have been allowed by uh, by Mr. Mulver over there to uh, to withdraw your motion. So, uh, um, Michael, uh, I, I will uh, I, I will try to arrange to the best of my ability. So, uh, Mr. Chair, given that with our no and, motions, and coverage of your choice and and, and, and Jeff's gratitude. Given um, that there are no motions on the floor, I would move both resolutions be adopted. Well, what? No. I would need a pass on both resolutions and then see if there are seconds. I mean, guys, we need to just get moving on either of both of these and talk about the debate on do we want to capitalize it or not? If you don't well, want to I use a parliamentary so, process, then let's sort it out. I would out like to ask a question of the authors. For, before, well, go ahead. If there's a second, the, the, you got a motion on the floor, so I'll no, it's mostly there hasn't been a second. I just think maybe we ought okay. to start going through so, and just seeing where people are at. So, would you, would you, would the two affiliates consider figuring this out and and dealing with it next year? Because this is this is not a good way. To have one affiliate going against another, I agree with you. Completely. And somebody is going to be upset, and you know, it, it really, it, it's the process wasn't built for this type of of, of outcome. Is would both sides agree to withdraw and talk about this? And see about it next year, if they can come Gabe, to any kind of agreement. Gabe, this is Clark. Uh, just Clark. building building off of Jeff's recommendation. Uh, thank you, Jeff. I think the the person that would be the most upset is Sharon Lovering in the BOP that has to implement both both resolutions if passed. But uh, exactly. <laughs> She'd have to have Braille twice every time she used it. Yeah. Once with a capital, one in brackets. One in brackets with the <laughs> case. To split the proverbial, you know, Braille baby here, if 
if both sides are amenable to it, um, because uh, Paul, even in your in your resolution, the recommendation from Bana was ten or more than ten years ago. Is this an item that the two authors would recommend referring back to Bana to potentially be updated? Um, well, and it wasn't didn't one of the resolutions actually call on Bana right. to? I think the students' resolution called on Bana right. Um, do a study B on this. B BRO would not be in favor of doing that, and 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 I can explain why if you guys want me to. But but BRO would not be in favor of a referral back to Bana. This this ought to be a decision that's made by this organization. Um, and and it, I mean, aside from anything else. If we're serious about consumers who read Braille being the person who ought to be most consulted about reading Braille, that whatever whatever entities like Banna think shouldn't really matter to us. They certainly didn't in UAB. We didn't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I still refuse to read UAB. Mm. Um, it's just okay. a little button press. You can just change it and get a little Braille gizmo. That organization. Exactly. That's why my that's why my device right now is that uh, the U.S. That's what's Braille. fun about that? I know. So I'm, I haven't had an answer um, to my question from either you, Aaron, or you, Paul. Uh, I, 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 no. I, I think I certainly couldn't refer it to Banna. Uh, or I don't want to refer. That to wasn't that. my question, right? No, no, I understand. But, but I'm, I'm going to try to answer would, your would question. Would you be willing? I think the <laughs> question was: Would you be willing to withdraw and work with the students over the next year to, you know, have BRL I, I mean, and the I, students work sure, over I mean, the next year it, to come I, I am, to I am always prepared to talk it. to the students. I, 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 I think the students are great folks, and and uh, but but I guess I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm not seeing signs of compromise on the horizon here, <laughs> but let's uh, you know let's let's see what the students say. I mean I I'm perfectly Aaron, prepared to meet with anybody. Aaron, what is yeah. as, as uh, the ACDB students president? What is your feeling? Um, given the nature of these two resolutions of them being pretty much diametrically opposite of each yeah. other. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk uh, to them, but we're not withdrawing them. Let, uh, pick your poison. Either you capitalize it or you don't. Let's go to convention. Let's settle. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Can you say that, that again? Get ready to rumble. <laughs> I thought I heard it's time that. time to play, guys. So, uh, so I have a question for the chair. Yes, sir. And, and, and really, I suppose also for Jeff as well. <clears throat> If we go through, if we if we go through our process as the committee, um, it's it seems to me that we will we will end up adopting one of these resolutions or the other, which would go forward with recommendation. Obviously, you're right that we could that we could send them both forward with no recommendation, but but I mean that uh, to to me defeats the purpose that we're that we're set up for. So. Um, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I guess I would say that that especially since the students aren't jumping up and down um, um, for playing in the sandbox till next year, um, 
let's let's open it up to to our members and and, and let's have the committee make a decision and and okay. live or die by it. I guess so. Um, could I? All right. um, this is Deanne. Go ahead, Deanne. If I could make make one comment, um, it seems like we do have two very strongly held positions. And as someone mm -hmm. who is not a daily reader of Braille, I'm kind of uh, just listening to the two, and I can hear a lot of passion in people's voices and people, you know, feel very strongly about these two positions. And I would hate to make a decision in haste and leave the other camp, uh, whatever that party is, uh, feeling um, unhappy with the, the decision. And it seems to me that finding a compromise isn't necessarily where we're going to be um, finding the most fruitful discussion. Perhaps it would make sense for us to have one resolution that would say this is a really big and important issue that our group would like to discuss and we ask ACB at the national level to conduct over the next few months uh, a couple of public hearings, maybe take a survey of our members and create some sort of a document that people would vote up or down. But we can't do that unless these guys decide to withdraw yeah. their own drafts. We have yeah. no authority to do that. <clears throat> mm -hmm. You know, if, if the resolutions committee wants to take that direction, probably BRL could live with that. Yeah, same here. Well, I just think Mr. this is Chairman. an important issue that needs, mm -hmm. yeah, it needs discussion. I agree with you, Deanna. And the only thing I would say about that is I don't know that we would not necessarily limit it a resolution like that only to ACB. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I have a, 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 you all will tell me as soon as I get this wrong. Um, haven't I seen Braille mostly capitalized in publications for the National Federation of the Blind? Don't they tend to capitalize it and others don't or vice versa? I mean, there is a little bit of a, you know, multiple camps I, yeah, on I that front. I haven't Whether, read a lot of hard copy Braille from the Federation over the past few years, so I can't say what their current practice is. I don't know if anybody case, else can. All, all I can say about that is there are certainly organizations that feel pretty strongly on both sides of the issue. Sure. Even if ACD were to adopt a position, I, I, we could be in a situation where the groups we like, <laughs> that we think we agree with, adopt a certain practice, others right. don't, mm -hmm. and there still remains you know, this vagueness, which doesn't serve anybody because the truth is it's that it just terrible. looks like we can't, it, it looks like we can't proof our own damn documents. So I would support what Deanne, hold on just a minute. I, I would support what Deanne is suggesting is that I think a resolution like that should not be limited just to what ACB does internally, but should bring the groups across the blindness mm -hmm. community together to talk about it. At Aaron, I, I have a question for Aaron. As the as the you know, proponent of, of capitalization, do you have an answer to um, to Paul's question as to whether or not the the federation tends to capitalize Braille on their in their yeah, publications I, I, and in yeah, their I documents? Think do. I think they do capitalize Yes, they capitalize okay. internal and external communications already. Okay. Um, well, that, sure. and uh, let let it be known that 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 at least uh, as things stand right now, while I am comfortable with a resolution like Deanna's, um, I, I I don't really care what other organizations do. I think this is a decision that ACB ought to make, and mm -hmm. I, and and I and and. And and that's what that's what we're asking ACB to do. And once they've made the decision, we're asking them 
to go out and become proselytizers for the position that they adopt. So maybe we should do exactly what Deanne suggests, which is to say that we should have a resolution that says ACV should engage in a process that's somehow time limited on resolving yep. yes or no to capitalize. Yeah, and then whatever and, and then that. What, whatever that process is, that's step one of two. Yes. to then go out and sell mm -hmm. that and advocate it Correct. for the organization. Correct. I would I'm totally good. support that. This is, this is Alice, could I, what, real quick, because I, I, I agree with the says, but still doesn't that mean that at this point we need both of these um, affiliates to withdraw their current resolution? And sure. We, we do, and I believe that... Uh, I, I believe I heard both Paul and Aaron indicate that they would be okay with that um, pathway. Yeah, I may get lynched for doing it, but I, I would agree to withdraw beer else. I'm going to throw a monkey wrench into this. You would. You're I so much fun. fun. I know. You're so fun. It, and then I get to leave in about five minutes, too. because yeah, I, awesome. I expect That's nothing less than you, Jeff. Go for it. He's wrestling with a possum, I think. If I, yeah, there you go. <laughs> if, if I had to vote, I'd probably vote for Bill Revival League's resolution. But right. I'm going to support this. I think the students can lose on this deal because clearly there's more of a leadership um the basis that the Brer Revival League has. Now, if we wanted to just have some sort of resolution that says, you know, we'll study the issue and come back to the membership, I guess I could live with that because that seems more objective and, you know, ensures that the student view would just not be given lip service and then go away. But I, I, I think if we're going to do this really fairly, it's got to come back at some point for a vote. Yeah, well, I, 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 by by the membership. Um, yeah, are you, I do. Well, <clears throat> how do I feel about that? Hmm. Because really, Paul, don't don't you don't you really, don't you agree that the students don't have the the oomph the the ability to get things done that the uh, Revival League does because they're sort of more entrenched? I, I, it's, I, it's, I, 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 actually, I actually don't. Um, but, but, but I don't for... I, I, just, I just don't because I think, I think students are younger. I think students are, 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 are probably more capable of, <clears throat> of, of doing research than us old people are. I, I think I think students have have their own set of advantages um, as as compared with the Barrow of Ivory. Um, but and I guess that I don't think we're getting ourselves anywhere. Um, I, I don't think we're getting ourselves anywhere if we're essentially saying let's just postpone this for a while and and then put ourselves back in the same situation. It, it seemed to me that what Deanna was suggesting and, and what I was prepared to buy into was that we would ask the leadership of ACB, whether through the board of directors or, or, or through the executive director and staff with Clark, whoever, um, would come up with a process um, 
for exploring this issue and, and would then make recommendations to the organization. Um, but without, without making it a referendum, it seems to me, um, because the, the idea is that, that, that we believe that the leadership of the organization would be fair in assuring that both sides got an equal opportunity to be heard and that they got, and that they got an equal opportunity to have their point of view clearly, um, clearly presented to whatever body is, de is determined to have the responsibility for making that decision. Mr. Chairman, I move to table both resolutions. We, we can't do that. Can't Why not? We can't. Aren't, we, aren't we governed by Robert's Rules of Order? No, not, no well, not, not in this with, case. Not in this case. All resolutions must go to the floor unless withdrawn. We have no right. authority. To do we have no authority to table do, anything. Do we have um, a motion on the table right now? I've forgotten. We do uh, not. It wasn't no. made so, into a motion, we but do. I think we, we should. So I, okay. I could so, move that we that we. You can um, move. I could move <laughs> that we um, vote do not pass to both of these. Okay. And that opens up the possibility back where that we started from. people could get together and create a new process that might um, um, be more mutually agreeable. And I and this is Renee and I. Um, There's no second yet. I seconded it, Chris. Yeah, okay, sorry. Oh, Chris, you did second. Okay, yeah, I, just, I didn't hear a second on it either. Okay, Renee, you had a comment. Okay. Is, it, is your comment to the motion of uh, do not pass recommendation? I was, I was going to make an, I was going to make another motion, but uh, um, uh, now I can't. No, we okay. already have a, we already have a motion. Well, uh, all right. The the only comment that I would make is that I I um I feel that we should come up with another motion so that um um I got to get my thoughts together, but I I'm not in favor of the motion that's on the floor because it doesn't put a um it it doesn't put a decision which we're supposed to be making a decision and so i feel that it's an incomplete motion i'll put it like that it it needs to it needs to have the vote of the membership um and it needs to be put toward a a, a survey because there are a lot of people that are against what bama has done or what, what they want to do with Braille and, and such like that. And I think that the, the membership needs to be heard on this. Can I ask for a point of clarification, please? Because I'm confused. <laughs> okay. What's your point there was discussion. There was discussion about possibly a compromise resolution. And that were that to happen, the two entities were theoretically willing to withdraw their resolutions. And now all of a sudden we have this motion on the floor to do a do not pass of the original resolutions. I feel like this motion is a little, I don't know if out of order is the right word, but if they had withdrawn their resolutions, then we shouldn't be voting do not pass on these. And if they didn't officially withdraw them, I think they should have a chance to do that. Like I think we need to vote on the compromise concept before we just ditch it unless I missed something. I thought part of Deanne's thing when she said it just now was a do not pass with the understanding that 
a process, another resolution with a process would be done. So doesn't that well, cover it? In other words, we're going to come up but a, but a do not pass resol uh, motion would still mean that both of these resolutions would come to the floor. Mm -hmm. The only way that these two resolutions don't come to the floor is if Paul is the representative, easy for me to say, of, Bre of, of Braille, and Aaron is the representative of the students. If, if those two gentlemen would agree to withdraw their resolutions and have us, you know, and maybe what we can do is if, you, if they withdraw their resolution, um, you know, I could put the two of you in touch and try to craft something uh, to bring back maybe next week to discuss on. Well, we could put you in a three by three room and you duke it out and right. see which one's left standing. Or padlock the door closed. And <laughs> That's right. Yeah. This is Dan. Uh, Go ahead, Dan. Oh, so my, my point um, was to try to administratively clear the deck, so to speak, so we could restart with what sounded like a promising um, approach with our our two I it was groups. And if that's not administratively or procedurally the best way to handle it, I'm happy to withdraw my uh, my motion. Um, I, it, it sounded like there was going to be a sticking point if we um, kind of continued with the two on the table. So I am open to uh, other suggestions. Why don't we do exactly what Michael is suggesting, which is to give, quote unquote, both sides the opportunity along with Dan, if you're willing, to, to, to draft some stuff. And that compromise resolution basically and Chris, keeps And Chris was some, the seconder of that motion, so Chris and, would need to agree and, to that and as well. To keep some, and then you keep some of the whereases of both such so matters. And hey, then Mark. you have, and hold on, and then in the resolution. Well, yeah, but, you but have, hold on. Chris has to agree to withdraw his motion, otherwise yeah. you're speaking out of order. Well, that's I, what I'm I saying. Think Chris, I think we're Chris debating this business, right, of whether or not we're actually doing a do not pass. Is that right? Yeah, we're correct. doing the motion on a do not pass? But, I, but so I'm, I'm hoping, hoping that Chris so here, now will withdraw okay. his second. So, so here, here's what I would propose, and, and Dan is the maker and Chris is the seconder would need to agree to withdraw their motion. And then if, if that happens, and then and then the next step would be that Paul and Aaron both agree to withdraw their resolutions. So let's do it. Then we then what we could do is I could make sure to put Paul and Aaron in touch with each other. And if 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 you two could maybe work over the next week, Paul has indicated that he'd be willing to to you know uh, turn Tuesday topics over to us again next week. And you know, if if you two could work over the next week and bring back a compromise resolution that calls on ACB and whatever entities within ACB to do some studies and bring back some kind of a you know, some kind of a proposal uh, or some kind of recommendation on to capitalize or not to capitalize. Um, you know, at whatever point in the future that you two agree on. Yeah. And, and I'm just kind of thinking. Sounds you know, good. So let's do it. High level on that. But, but let's, so, let, first we need to ask. Um, I'll Chris withdraw step my a, second. Step yeah, one. Thank you. So, yeah, I was going to say. So step one is Dion and Chris, you guys, do you two both agree to withdraw the motion? Yes, sir. Okay. Step, step two. 
Paul and Aaron, do you two both agree to withdraw the resolutions? No. 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 I don't think oh. they need to. I think they, I think the, the, they don't need to do it to, yet. They right. can talk yeah. first. That's correct. Okay. Exactly. So then, That's okay. correct. so then do you two agree then to, you know, I'll, I'll email both of you, you know, so that you two have each other's email addresses at least, because I don't think I have both. Uh, maybe I do have both of yours as phone numbers, but I can start an email between the two of you. And make sure that you have each other's info. And then can, would you two be able and willing to work over the next week to bring back a you know proposal of, of you know some kind of of some it, kind uh, to have ACB do a study I, for next I, week? I think Aaron might be better served. And 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 frankly, I think it would be fairer as well. <clears throat> if if, in, if, if instead of making it Aaron and my responsibility, the committee assumed the responsibility for developing an alternative resolution, put together a group that would invite Aaron and I to be part of it. But I would much prefer to, to see this as a committee process rather rather than as a process of, of dueling parties trying to okay. put together yeah. a resolution. Uh, I okay. think that's Paul, a great idea. Very, that's a very generous proposal, Paul. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. That's a great idea. I need to. Uh, I need to go. Is there, else, is there somebody else on here then that would be interested in being part of that? I'll work with it. This yeah, is Renee. Me too. I for sure would be willing. So and, 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 and I'm glad to work Mark. with it, and I hope Aaron will come as well. <clears throat> I'd be willing to work with it. Okay. Thanks, and, Michael. And that's five. That's five people. So I'd, yeah, I'd say. I think that's Aaron, good. Aaron, Aaron, I'm assuming that you would like to be part of that. Yes. Oh yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so we've got Paul, Aaron, Mark, Renee, and Michael. Yep. Does that does that sound? And I, I think if it gets much larger than that, trying to craft something is going to get a little. And Deanne will be there in spirit. She will be. That's there right. Deanne. De Deanne's. De That's right. Deanne's compromise will be at the at the core. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll light and, a candle. And, and my and soul's going to be all watching. That's, That's right. right. Okay. There will be I no possums in the room. Confidence in you. And then That's I'll get right. my opinions next week. <laughs> <laughs> but. But Mr. Chair, um, yes, sir. I, I'm I'm wondering if it might be helpful um, to at least spend a little bit of time tonight letting members of the audience um, kind of chime in. They've heard both resolutions, yeah. and it might Ooh, be interesting to see where our membership is yeah. as we as we go together to try to to put together some kind of compromise resolution. See, we're yeah, working like we a committee. Yeah. See, see, this is why I say we got to work with a committee. And we they did. might take a torch to everything we just said. You never so know. far, this is good, y'all. Yep. Proud of oh, here we go. Thank you. I knew we could count on that. Uh, I knew we could count on that. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that's Rick. That's all Rick. That's awesome, man. <laughs> we have anybody in the audience with a hand up that might be one oh, to you do. this issue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Heard Diane Hart out there. You got four or five hands up, y'all. <laughs> All right. So let's uh and we and we would like to get to be more of one resolution, but let's uh
Let's so, Rick, like do, maybe do you want to handle hand raising, Mr. Rick? 15 minutes if, if yes, one of y'all can uh, help us with some hand raising. Sure, I got it. Hold on, guys. Mm. Terry, Mr. Rick, Terry do you want to handle hand raising or sure, or sure one of us? Terry Pacheco, please. Ooh. Terry. Sure. Um, I have a bit of information, perhaps, that I'm not sure that's going to help or hinder either one of you. I think that we've done so much work on this. It'll be quiet. Both, yep. both ACB and NFB through the years. You probably ought to know that I just took a very simple sentence. This is in Braille. How much simpler could you make it? Put it in, in an email, put it in files on an iPad, and put it in Word 365, and every one of them, it came up lowercase. You're joking. No, I'm not. We have done so much, everyone has done so much work in doing this that to go with your resolution, Paul, I think you need to take out the part that so many of the word processors are not doing it. And your resolution, Aaron, you're going to be spending the next 10 years undoing what the last 10 years have been doing. I have you clarified, Cherry? Did you say the NFB came up? I, oh, that's the other thing I did, too. I went on the NFB website and went under their programs and under their going for certifications and courses. They used the word Braille capitalized in titles. They did use it when they mentioned unified English Braille code. But right. in sentence structure, they used it lowercase. Hmm. Well, very good. That's helpful. Okay. Thank so you for your that's feedback, Miss Terry. And, and, and thank you for your absolutely unhelpful comments. It's, 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 <laughs> it's capitalized in the Oxford Dictionary. Okay, can I just ask a question? Why can't both be right? Why is it so important that it has to be one over the other? That's what I don't I mean, understand. I, I could answer it from the BRL point of view, and I suspect Aaron could from the student point of view. From from Aaron's point of view, recognizing and valuing Louis Rail's contribution by always capitalizing the description of this medium of communication is, is what they say. And what we say is we don't want there to be confusion that Braille's a language. We want, but, we want instead to be able to... Um, to, to write the word Braille when we want to Paul, without capitalizing. Paul, I it is you know, I it, with all due respect, Paul, this notion that because it's capitalized, it connotes it being a language. I I, I, I don't I think it does. Well, in your mind, it does. But if you were to if you were to survey, you know, everybody in ACB, I'm not sure how many people are going to come well, back with that well, concern. Well, let, so the word the word print is never capitalized uh, nope. unless it's the beginning of a sentence. But I, 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 and, and there's no difference between print and braille. They are both they are both media of communication. So why should braille be treated differently from print? I mean, you know, my point, and it's you know, I'm I'm taking advantage of the fact that I've got the microphone, but yep. I, I I don't know why it simply cannot be. The preference of the writer in terms of is it capitalized or not? 
There are yep. many, many instances but, but, where there are multiple ways to spell Ms. a Mr. certain Chair, word. In, well, I guess, in, I guess in fairness, I we need to, to give you, Eric, Aaron a chance to respond. Since... True. Yeah. Go ahead, Aaron. Do you have a response? He's responded on mute. <laughs> He's definitely on mute. Hell was this mess. Oh, sorry about that. Um, hey, what was it? But can you repeat it? Uh, well, Rick was asking why both si both of these resolutions can't can't both be or can't be correct. Because you know, we believe in like two different things: either it's capitalized or it's not, and we have our reasons why. Um, right. So that's why we can't agree. So what I'm suggesting is whoever is authoring a document, why can't they have the option to either capitalize or not capitalize based on their point of view? I mean, we have many cases in the in the English language where there are multiple spellings for a single word that mean the same thing. Okay. I, I guess I guess what I would respond to you, Rick, at least, and this is coming from my viewpoint of looking at both of these resolutions, um, kind of as as the chair, is that that's the case where it is right now. Is it's basically left up to choice, Thanks. and these two resolutions are basically saying that we don't want to leave it up to choice. We want to have a statement of it's either this way or it's that way yeah to me they yeah, it's, it's, it's actually that. narrower than that it's narrower than that unless we do what deanne initially suggested and as i hopefully will as we modify it right to broaden it well beyond what acb chooses to do the reality of it is these resolutions whichever one you adopt will essentially be part of a style manual in acb that yeah. whatever the word braille is produced mm -hmm. it will be capitalized or lowercase unless we do so i mean rick I, I love your question which is i mean it's a free country in spite of what some people have been trying to do to it um yeah. we can we, we can we can still we can do whatever we want the, the the issue is is acb going to put it in all in, in, in capitalize it or not and that's lovely and whatever we do honestly will not be that relevant until there becomes a general consensus, which thank you, Terry, because I think that helps to to you know get drilled down into this larger issue. I think there is actually a consensus building out there that maybe we aren't that aware of. I right. wasn't aware of some of those. And, I, and and I'd also make the point, and 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 this helps Aaron as much as it does me. I'm not I'm not being uh, unfair here. I think <laughs> in in saying that. ACB has already passed a resolution having to do with pronouns and style manuals last year, yeah. so yeah. that it's a uh, it, it, it is it it is an issue that is within the purview of ACB's resolutions process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sure. and that's so. the only point I wanted to make about that. Right. Yeah. I, had, uh, so. I, I I did have one more point that I'd like to quickly put in, and that is, and that's if you do it as a capital B all the time. It's very similar to doing a capital B on Braille. I, I'm sorry, on blind, um, which is implying something else. And I think by putting the capital B on it, you're also implying something else. And you can, you can decide how to, to work your language. bus, Terry. Yeah. I'm sorry? You can decide how to worship us, Terry. <laughs> Let me think when I'm going to worship you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, before, we, 
Before we get too far down that road, uh, Rick, who, who's the next person with a hand? Yeah, there's area code, area code 510, please. 510, you, you can unmute yourself. Ending in, do you have the last three? Uh, and then there's Hala Edick. Well, Frank, no, I mean, well, uh, speaking. Ah, Frank. Okay. Hello, Frank. So, it would be my preference that this committee look at both resolutions in turn and review them and edit them as, as necessary and make a decision about each one and bring the results of that deliberation to the floor for adjudication. Um, I don't think that looking for a compromise is possible here. It would be sort of the equivalent of asking to get a group of Christians and a group of Muslims to come together and try to try to come up with a an agreed upon compromise statement on the nature of of one Jesus of Nazareth. It's not possible. They are mutually exclusive, and since um, they have both been presented as such, I think it's up to the committee to evaluate evaluate both proposals, make a decision as to which one they choose to propose to be passed, and then let the convention body resolve the difference. Um, speaking to the two resolutions, and I will refer to them as the lowercase and the uppercase uh, resolution, I personally stronger strongly favor the uppercase resolution um, it's probably not, not the time for me to get into the detail, details, but I will suffice it to say that I pretty much disagree with everything in the lowercase resolution. I, th I think that it is um, factually incorrect, logically inconsistent, and grammatically overwrought. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> and I should mention that Frank Cuda is the, um, is the representative on the BRL board of our state affiliates of um, BRL. And and has Actually, made his position not. clear to um, to to the BRL yeah. board prior to this. So so uh, I I don't I don't want to 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 it to at all suggest that Frank hasn't been very clear about where he stands before. And he makes no bones about it. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, but Frank, I do for think that, those... that the committee should should resolve this situation and not punt. I think that's what we're trying to do, isn't it, Mr. Chairman? We're, we're going to be getting a group of folks together to see whether, quote unquote, both sides, all sides right. can live with us. Yeah, that's, that, I mean, that's what we're trying I, because. Yeah, I think Frank thinks dueling resolutions would be more fun. I, I, and, and it would be more fun. There's no it would. We can turn it into a fundraiser for right, ACB. It, it, could. it would. My, my view is it would be more fun, but would it be the fairest thing to the organization? Yeah. Oh, not sure. Be um, such a, and like I said, be careful sure. what Come you on, ask for. It would be more fun to not wrestle about it. Come on. It would be more fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, Who's next? Uh, David. Who do we Edith, have up David Edick, please. Hey, thanks Ooh. for taking. Thanks for taking my comment. Ooh, nice um, microphone. Wow. I, thank you. I've uh, been listening to this and wanted to suggest for a while that exactly what they're doing, uh, putting it to a small committee to come out with a compromise. I think that's an awesome solution. I have two questions. One is, okay. if the vote isn't taken at convention and is you know, followed up a few months later, 
would we not be able to vote on something until next year? And then the second thing is, why wouldn't it be that, uh, you know, why wouldn't we be able to have an ABC choice, you know, capital, lowercase, and neither, or you know, don't have a response? It just seems like, unless they're doing something interesting to vote now, it seems real simple to code. Anyway, thank um, you. And I'm, I'm well, on the lowercase side. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, well, the, as far as vote now goes, you know, we've already given our proposal and our request of how to set things up. Um, I can't speak to their codings. All I can speak to is what ACB has asked them for and what they have agreed to do. Um, it very well may be possible to have, you know, say instead of check boxes to have say radio buttons, right? To put it into those technical terms. Right. I don't I don't know that. And I think we're a little bit too far down the road in the in the process and in the in the contract with vote now to go and ask them about that. Okay. And on the on the voting, if if we don't vote it at national would and if and if we don't vote out at, at national, then you know ACB really doesn't have the process. I mean, we have we have to pay vote now quite a bit of money every time we do a vote. So um, you know, we really don't have anything in, in place to have um, you know to have a full membership vote outside of convention. Um, I don't think that's really the way that our constitution and bylaws are set up. Um, and, and, you know, we would have to go to the board probably and ask for them to, to um, authorize funds to go to vote now for a, a vote like that. It, it could be a part of the, the leadership conference in February. Right. But, but in, in general, for now, it's best to try to get it worked out before convention yeah, if, right. if it if it can happen if it can happen i'm, I'm yeah. not sure it can but yep no I, yeah no i think these that's, two... an, that's an interesting question though mr chairman i mean maybe paul or others who are involved in the blp i'm always listening to the braille forum or other things does acb have a current style manual that speaks to this issue what is our no. current practice they they do not it does not speak to it so, so um, has there been variation all over the place? Sometimes it's capital, depending on who submits an article or. No, I suspect, I suspect oh. that, I suspect that that the sure. that what we're what we're seeing is what is what Terry saw. I know that all the stuff that I've submitted to the to the ACB Braille Forum has had lowercase b's yeah. where they're appropriate. Yeah. That'd yeah. be an interesting yeah. question for for uh, Sharon. Yeah, we, editor, we could yeah, certainly if, raise it with sure. You know, if yep. she's going through an article and she sees the word Braille in Does the she, middle of a sentence, you know, to take right. uh, to take Terry's sentence. <laughs> if, if it's not a, a policy, is there a practice? I, w- I would be if really would be my that would be is, my question. Is for lowercase. Yeah, that'd be my question to Sharon. Say she went through. Say she went through an article and and saw the word. You know, sentence. I'll get you in a second, Clark. But say Sharon saw a, a sentence that says, this is this sentence is in Braille. 
uh, and the and the bro is capitalized. Would she change that? Um, Clark, go ahead. Yeah, it said uh, ACB staff has well, I as ACB staff has been instructed by Sharon that Braille should be lowercase unless used as a proper noun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's so really. I cool. would, Thanks for that. I so I would that. draw from that then that if she saw the word Braille just in the middle of a sentence somewhere, um, would she? Would probably be um, lowercase. Would, yeah, would she change so. it? My my guess is that you know, given Clark's comment, probably so. Um, okay. Who is our next uh, person with our hand up? Haley Edick, please. We weren't supposed to go back to back, but um, we did. Um, no, no, I, I hear. Just a sec. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can hear. Oh, thank you. Because I'm always muted or unmuted when I'm not supposed to be and all that jazz. Um, <laughs> so so um, thank you to Ms. Ms. Pacheco's um, uh, searching to see what the NFB stance is because um, I strongly urge for this not to be skipped altogether in that if we don't help lead a decision um, somehow, uh, I, I don't know how much Banna um, puts uh, any heat into what um, our individual, I mean, what the different, um, what do you call it, consumer groups say, what we mm -hmm. really want, or if they just make their own decisions. But if they have anything as far as input from us, we should, A, probably agree with the NFB. Um, and I, with all of this discussion, I am for lowercase b because um, of the complications of uh, word processors and all that jazz. Um, and um, if we have a strong stance one way or the other, um, we need to make that known to Banna. And um, if it agrees with NFB, that's great too, because I don't know who they asked if we wanted um, UEB, but well, <laughs> um, I've, I've learned it, but it's not my favorite. And it sounds like it's not everybody else's. So even though Banna has the authority, even beyond us, it doesn't, if it doesn't matter what we, what what we feel and what we think, then heck, I mean, what chance do we have? So I think that a thing that um, NFB and us agree somehow, and maybe they're having the same resolution issue in their um, meetings this this uh, convention for theirs. If we could find that out and um, kind of resolve something all together as a group, as a general population, that might help. Yeah. I really appreciate um, your listening to both sides. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, Haley. Um, and, I, and I think that's what we're trying to work towards is, is finding a way to resolve this this question. So, you know, I, I um, certainly wouldn't see anything wrong with our resolution um, asking um, ACB to ask NFB. Yeah, to, to work yeah. with. Yeah. other consumer groups such as NSB to find out what the population wants. Yep. Um, Rick, do we have any other? Yeah, we do. Nora, Nora, please. Yeah, hi, Nora. And uh, I would say have uh, the word Braille in the middle of a sentence lowercase, excepting when it's a proper noun, a person's name, and mm -hmm. other times 
And when they can uh, be capitalized when it's a person's name or when it's in the very beginning of a sentence and or a name of a, uh, an agency with the word Braille in it. So that's pretty much it. So I think we should have it like that. Thanks, Dora. All right. You're welcome. Thank, thank yep. you for that input. And that's all the hands, Gabe. That's all the hands. All right. So I have made myself a note. I will uh, email the the five folks who we have uh, appointed. I appreciate everybody's thoughts and input on this. Um, and this is why we have these meetings so we can get get input and uh, you know kind of draw back the curtain and show everybody how the sausage is made, so to speak, you know, hey, Gabe, I was sometimes, ain't the, sometimes ain't the prettiest of uh, processes, but you know, the, the whole goal is by the time we get to convention to have something that looks good. Gabe, I, everybody was, loves I, I was sausage, actually wrong. Make comments. Tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday right. work better for me. Okay. I heard like three different people. I think I heard Mark say something. I think I might have heard maybe Rick say something, and I didn't understand anybody. <laughs> yeah, what, what I was saying, Gabe, is there's actually two people with their hands up. I was incorrect, so I don't know if you want to oh, take good. them or not. Okay. Let's do it. So let's take let's take those two hands, and then uh, it is like uh, I don't know what the heck. We got a half an hour is. to go. Yeah, right. so, so let's take those two hands and then let's try to read another resolution and see if we can, uh, you know, um, ruin stir up as much controversy before we do as possible. Mm. Exactly, exactly, because the next one's going to be fun too. Deanne um, Hart, okay, Deanne Hart, please. Deanne Hart. I really don't have ahead, much to say now because I've heard I've heard from quite a few of you already that have expressed a lot of what I wanted to say. But I want to say that I, I am pleased to hear the discussion and the debate over it because I believe that there are people with varying opinions about this. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. It, um, and that's one of these of why, you know, when we were talking about it, I, I, kind of, I came to Paul and said, hey, you know, we've got these two resolutions that are, are opposite. Uh, it might be kind of fun for a... Uh, Tuesday topics to to bring up and and see what kind of controversy we can have. So, um, thank you, appreciate that. All Sheila, right. Sheila, who, Sheila, who next? Sheila Young, please. Ah, Sheila. Hi, everybody. Told you she'd raise her hand. This is this has <laughs> been this has been very interesting. I have to say. But I do agree with Terry. When you put Braille in a sentence, it does not automatically tell you it's spelled wrong if you don't capitalize it. So it is automatically lowercase. I do not think both of these resolutions should go to the membership because I think the membership will be very confused about them. So that's just my personal thought. Yep. So that's all I had to say. Wait. Thanks. We, we've spent well over an hour just in this I know. talking about them and haven't come to any kind of uh, I know any kind of uh, pardon the wording resolution on it. I've been um, listening. I know. Yeah, you, know, so you can only imagine when we go out to the whole whole convention body, right? Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> and this is and this is why we do these things. So, uh. Oh, Jeff's got his hand up. What's that? Is that Jeff? Jeff's got his hand up. Is that Jeff Bishop? I don't know. Does it say? 
right, Mr. Jeff. Um, Jeff, please. let's go ahead and see what Mr. Jeff has to say. It, it is I, but I will wait. It is I. Was it on the other resolution, sir? Yeah. Yeah, um, I can tell. I'm thinking that at this point we probably won't be getting to that one tonight. Okay. Fine. Probably will next Tuesday, though. Or, or maybe so, the second Tuesday of next week. <laughs> the way it's looking. So, <laughs> so, Mr. Chair, could yes, is the is the committee okay with with um, doing Tuesday topics next week? Or I think is there fun. is there anybody who finds sounds that sounds like a party to me? No, repulsive. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Very good. Yeah, I think I the think best part is it starts a half an hour earlier, which means we end a half an hour earlier. So that's yeah, just so well, y'all know, I opened up my word processor, put Braille in, and guess what it came up? Capital. Lowercase. Capital. Capital, mm. exactly. But but did you put it in the middle of a sentence or did you put it just the word by itself? I put I did both. And it came up capital both ways? Mm-hmm. Let's She's using the word perfect 5.1. As I say, before we move on, may I ask which uh, word processor you might yeah. use? I use Pages? Word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This is well, Deanne. Yeah, Deanne. Sorry. Just, just one last comment, but I don't know if any other hands were raised. Um, well, I think we're trying to move on uh -uh. to another resolution. Oh. No, there, there, okay. There's no more. Hands. Yeah. I just wanted to make one last comment, which is that you know we have a lot of history and tradition between uh, behind having the lowercase b, but then again, you know, students are braille readers of the future, and there may be different you know approaches that might have a lot of validity. So I guess I would just ask the committee, in your infinite wisdom, as you're considering all of this, to, uh, you know, and I know you will create processes that that allow for what might be newer minority opinions. Um, so I, think you're, I think you're right on point, Deanna. Yeah. Okay, yep. cool. Thank yeah. you. All right. Well, and I just want to make sure, Rick, do we have any other hands up? I know it always jinxes it when we ask that question. No, yeah, we have to remember when we're old and gone. And there there and definitely are not at the moment. No, no hands. No hands. Okay. They could overturn everything so, we do with this. They could. Yeah. Yep. 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 Hey, uh, yeah. And have I, I several remember, times before. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Just just as an example, you know, remember twenty years ago when the student group was called the National Alliance of Blind Students, mm -hmm. and I remember that that me and another guy uh, who I won't necessarily say, um, you know, proposed changing the name to the American Council of Blind Students. And we were resoundingly shouted down right. on that. And then I looked up five years later and saw that the name of the student group was now the American Council of Blind Students. So, you know, it, it, I, I always like to bring up that example as something that just because an idea was not a good idea at one point or was not accepted at one point doesn't mean that that same idea and same proposal won't be um, accepted just a few years later. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, to the point of the students, I mean, hey, we definitely love to see this. So, um, <clears throat> Aaron, I hope you haven't gone too far because the next resolution that I want to bring up and see how much uh, stuff we can stir up here is your national convention participation resolution. 
And I believe on this one, um, I just saw it submitted. It looked like, and I, I could be wrong, but it looked like it was submitted just by you as an individual and not necessarily on behalf of the students. Am I correct on that one, sir? Yes, that one was submitted by myself, not the students. Oh, 11. Okay. Yeah, it's number 11. So, um, just so people, you know, just, just so that, uh, you know, to help all of those who are tired of my voice and wanting to yell at me to shut up wrong about now. Uh, do we have an, have anyone here that mm -hmm. would uh, like to volunteer to, to read a resolution to us? I have it up if you want. Okay, go ahead. Well, I will let the three of you Rochambeau it and see who wants to read it. Rochambeau. Well, somebody who hasn't read yet is welcome. Yeah, I don't have to read them all. We're all right. close to I can do it. Um, Good, Miss Donna. Is that Donna? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Donna, I don't think you've read to us. Not today. Not right. today, I haven't. Mm -mm. All right, well, I'm in a nice, comfortable chair, so I'm ready for story time. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see what I can do. All right. Let me make sure I have the right one up. National Convention of yep. Participation. Okay. That that be it. Can I start there, or do I just start where the where as is? I'll start where we're uh, at. Yeah, and, and like we said, this one is Take submitted it from by the Aaron. This one National by Aaron Espinosa. So go ahead participation submitted by Aaron Espinosa. All right. Whereas mm -hmm. in most years, the ACB and NFB National Conventions occur simultaneously and have never been held in the same locations, thus requiring participants to choose which convention to attend. Hmm. Uh, this takes away the privilege of attendees from experiencing both conventions in the same year. And whereas the ACB and NFB national conventions are planned a year or more, <laughs> in advance of the event, providing plentiful time to coordinate with each other to avoid choosing dates that do not conflict or by holding the convention in conjunction with each other. And whereas, although both organizations have different blindness philosophies and methods of how the organization are run, there are many issues that unite blind people and not having the NFB and ACB national conventions in a, I'm sorry, in conjunction or on a different dates deprive members of, I gotta move it a little bit, sorry. Oh, and then took it away from me. Sorry about that. I gotta get back where I was. Ah, it moved on me. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're looking for a forming relationships. Oh, thank you. Whereas in most, yes, as the you know, okay, okay. Whereas 
although both organizations, uh, I see here I am, whereas all, though both organ, yeah, that's, that's the clause you're on. Thank you. Whereas all, thank you. Whereas although both organizations have a different blindness philosophies and methods of, I'm trying to get back where I was. Oh. Uh, here we go. In conjunction or on different dates. Or, okay. Members of, what? Uh, forming relationships, there we go, with, uh, with one another and to be um, informed about the same issue from It's, it's making me lose it. Yeah, I can't figure out what's going on. Oh, I see what's wrong. I apologize. It's my cursor. Well, that cursed cursor? Yes, no. the cursed. <laughs> exactly. All right, let me see what I am. Forming relationships with one another and to be informed about the same issue. Okay. From a different perspective, leading them to work against one another or the same issue that they uh, that they sometimes agree with. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the American Council of the Blind and in uh, come Convention assembled ah, this X day of July, 2022, in Omaha, Nebraska, that this organization start working and planning with the NFB uh, immediately to hold each other's convention at a different dates, two weeks apart at minimum or uh, in conjunction with each other. And it, be it further resolved that the year of either the ACB or NFB National Convention to hold their event in conjunction at different dates starting in 2026, which provides both organizations an adequate timetable to achieve the desired result of this resolution. Sorry about that, y'all. All right. So, so essentially, it's stating that you know, NFP and ACB hold their conventions at the same time, and people can't attend both of them. And so, this resolution is asking us to have to work with the NFB and to either hold our events in conjunction with each other, so that uh, they're you know to get you know holding it basically holding a joint convention. I think is what it would be saying. Or to hold the convention, you know, or to agree to hold our conventions at least two weeks apart so that people would have the ability to attend both conventions. Did I, did I summarize that fairly, Aaron? Mr. Chair, rec um, move a do pass. Uh, 
Oh, can we have a recommendation of a do pass on this? Is a there second. a second? Oh, a second. Oh, sure. Okay, I heard a, a motion from Paul, a second from Gia. Oh, hey, hey. Ah. Sorry. Okay, there's Aaron. There's Aaron. Aaron, did I did I summarize that fairly? Uh-huh. Yeah, either or uh, joint mm -hmm. or uh, separate times. Okay. And do you have anything further that you would like to say on this resolution kind of um, yeah again, no, I guess we, have, we always like to give we always like to give the author of the resolution the chance to kind of give the any background on it or kind of where it came yeah, from yeah i mean the reason i uh, wrote it up and proposed it because i i enjoy both organizations and i think they're both right um so i'm kind of a part of two so i'll be flying into acb convention on the 30th and leaving on the 8th and then going to the nfb convention so i'm missing Part of the NFB convention, that's kind of why, but I either would like it to be in person, I mean, um, in joint or at a different time. So people like myself that are part of both organizations or would like to be part of both can can have that experience to be able to uh, go to both conventions. And it also like there's scholarship winners that have to pick when they like either win one scholarship or the other. So they have to pick which one they go to because they both had to attend as a requirement uh, to attend convention. And as well as the vendors, the, the companies that go to these conferences, uh, it's a big pain for them. So the, yeah, that's the backstory of why I authored it. All right. And looking at our time, we have about 20 minutes left. So- um, Mr. Chair, I we see talked- I this going the, probably at, into next week. We talked at the, at the beginning, we are actually streaming on two on two ACB streams on, on media one and media six. And oh, so okay. if we wanted to continue, we could we switch. Could, we could jump to over to six. the other Zoom. Correct. And yes, okay. we wanted to. Yeah. If we yes. wanted to. Okay. Okay. So we can continue this beyond we can. the top of the hour. Yes, sir. Wonderful. All right. But and what about, what about what about everybody minute that is on here? End of the hour, what? if you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about uh, what about and, and maybe Rick, if you could help us to keep an eye on that and, and shut us up when when it's I, at I that have time. The, I have the time, Mr. Chair. I'm good. Okay. Um, and do we need what about the folks that are on Zoom with us? Do we need to release this Zoom to anybody or no, no. Okay. Nope. Okay. I just wanted to kind of check that housekeeping real quick. Um, so first Mr. with Chair. the committee. Uh, yes, is that Jeff? It is. So does this mean you would prefer that I stick around um, in reference to handling this resolution? Yeah, because I, yeah, I really don't probably know quick, what... We can probably get done in five minutes. Yeah, okay. And I, I was going to make a comment, but if they don't have time now, I'll wait. Well, we're just trying to determine what we're going to yeah. do of how... I don't know how long we're going to spend on this resolution, um, I, I'd like to see. I'd like to see a, a a pretty substantial rewrite done on the resolution. I think there are some there, yeah, ways I, we I can make it gonna, better. If we're going to do a due pass, I <laughs> yep. think we do need to do a fair bit of Correct. rewriting. Yep. So I can see us spending the next forty-five minutes on this anyway. Um, does anybody think I'm off on that time no. estimate? No. no. So, so Jeff, if you want to go do anything, if you want to check back in like 45 minutes and maybe see if we're still still on. Um, you know, I, I don't want you to have to necessarily sit here listening to this if you've got other stuff. So 
Oh, I don't mind listening to you banter back and forth. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's your choice. I I don't know if we have Margie here for this right now or not either. If she she made it, um. So, um, I guess uh, we have a a motion, and I I do believe there was a second. So, um, is there any comments from any any of our committee members on this resolution? Yeah, this, this is Renee. I heard Renee and then Chris. Yep. Go ahead, Go ahead Renee. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, the reason why I'm in favor of this resolution is because when we go to the legislature, it would be better if we could just go with one voice. I'm not saying, uh, um, and I, I think that if people attend both conventions and hear both sides of the particular issue that we really, we want, we want addressed by Congress, and maybe the NFB has a different way of presenting that particular issue. We could uh, sometimes we we I feel we need to to kind of work together, at least knowing what the other th side is is saying, in a timely manner, so that when we go to the legislature, the the Congress is not hearing. Well, this people want this, and no, the NFB uh, says no, they're against this. It would be better to go with one compromised voice, maybe not on all things and um, and uh, 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 but but maybe on some things. <clears throat> and I come to this as a former member of the NFB. okay, I haven't been to an NFB convention in a quite a few years, but I think that maybe the time has come to <clears throat> at least if they're both held at different times, we the, the people that both um, hopefully some of the NFB people would be willing to come to the ACB conventions to see what's going on on this side and maybe it would help compromise something that we're trying to get passed legislatively. Okay, and thank you. And uh, Chris, you yes, to say um, something? in terms of the resolution is currently written, um, I, I think the notion of uh, NFB and ACB holding a joint convention together um, is not realistic. And the process of trying to negotiating, trying to negotiate uh, between the two bodies as to what a, a joint convention would look like probably would take too much time. Uh, it would be a relatively small amount of time to put a convention together, and it's a lot of work, and I just don't see it working as negotiating a joint convention and meeting realistic deadlines. Okay. Well, there's the other option, too, of just, uh, yeah, because it says either holding them together or holding them far enough apart that both people uh, that people could attend both of them. So, right, I get that. But I'm, what I'm uh, saying is I'm not in favor mm -hmm. of having the language of in conjunction with in the resolution. I'm, I have no problem with holding them far enough apart so that people could go to both. But I, I think it's not uh, appropriate to say that one option would be that ACB is in favor of holding a joint convention with NFB. Um, Aaron, I don't want to speak for you, but my, my feeling is that would alter pretty significantly alter the, the 
tenor of your resolution. Am I am I yeah, incorrect? Uh, on yeah, that? that that uh, that word, and I, I would think the NFP would use that against it as the same. But we don't want to have it at at a different time. Let's have it together and kind of go back, go back and right. forth. So that's why I would like for it to uh, remain in there. When you say together, Aaron, do you mean in the same city, or do you mean the same hotel? Yeah, basically, so, so you're so you're, so you're thinking so you're thinking like a joint uh, rather than in conjunction. You're thinking like a joint convention where they do stuff, put stuff on together. Is I, that, I guess I that, would not uh, like no, just in the same like hotel. That's what I meant. Not like, or, I, or I mean, I guess both. If they wanted to do like a panel together, they can do that. But I, I mainly, I mainly meant to say in the same, in the same area. So you're thinking two conventions, but in the same location, so that people could be either in the same hotel or walk across the street and go to the other one or something. Okay, I, I misunderstood. No, no, yeah, now I'm confused. No, I, um, I meant to just having them together. Like, it's not two separate conventions. It's one convention where both sides have things going on at, at separate times and stuff. I don't know that there's a hotel big enough to have that. Yeah, I don't either. Oh, yes, there are. Oh, yes. um, this is Michael. Michael. So we have a motion on the floor and a second for a due pass. What's not clear to me is if I vote no, what am I really saying? You're saying that you don't want ACB and NFB to negotiate with each other to either have their conventions in the same place or to have them far enough apart that people can uh, attend both of them. And it would and it would basically mean that it would be the status quo that ACB holds their convention when when they want, regardless of when the NFB convention is. And the NFB holds their convention whenever they want, regardless yeah, of I guess what I was getting at is, is. I, I don't want to recommend a due pass, but I do want this thing to come to a vote. And so I'm very confused. It will come to a vote regardless of what we do. Um, That's what Mr. I'm asking. Mr. Chair, um, I think Cynthia Hawkins had her hand raised. Okay. Cynthia. Oh, Cynthia's on the... Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, hello. go ahead, Cynthia. I, I, the last speaker, and I, I have to tell you that I don't recognize voices yet because I'm very new to this committee, uh, although I recognize Mr. Edwards' voice. Um, <laughs> Whichever one he may be using tonight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that could be a good or a bad thing. But, um, but I, I, I'm just wondering why there was such a quick move for a due pass. Is that something that we normally do on this committee? Um, I, I feel that I would not vote for a due pass, but if this were, I mean, I would not vote in favor of a due pass, but if the resolution were tweaked, then I might uh, want to vote for it. But as a relatively new member of ACB, I see the, the beauty of the two separate organizations. And that's all I want to say at this point. And, and you are a member of the committee, so you can weigh in on this stuff just like any of the rest of us fools. Um, so, so noted, I've weighed in. 
Yes, yes. So, well, thank you. And welcome to, to the committee. This is Allison, um, and I've been trying ahead, to get the floor. Um, I, I, I would just say we need to remember our history. And I just don't see how it could ever, I mean, we might as well come up with a resolution and say, let's just fold back into NFB. That's what I feel like at this point. But I don't trust the NFB. They often will say they compromise, and then when it gets down to it, they stab us in the back. The audio description is a prime example of that. Um, and I just, I, I, I'm going to vote do not pass on this because I just, I, I just don't think this is feasible, and I think we've forgotten our history. In fact, okay. we seem to be wanting to do away with the old people altogether. So. <laughs> Oh, um, Mr. Chair, Paul, you, Paul, I was going to say you were the maker of the of the motion. Would you I like am. to respond to? Uh, I well, guess kind of going back to uh, Cynthia's uh, question uh, of, of yeah. the, Cynthia, the the usual process on the resolutions committee is to make an initial decision if if we are if we are if we are not going to recommend a due pass. What we tend to do is to leave the, the resolution unedited and simply send it forward so that um, it it would either, um, if, if we made no recommendation or if we voted a do not pass, um, we would essentially not spend any time working on the resolution. We'd just send it forward to the floor the way it is. Um, we are required constitutionally to send the resolution forward whether we want to or not. Um, we can't unless unless it's withdrawn by the maker of the resolution. In, in this case, Aaron, um, it will go forward to the floor, either unedited or edited, the way the committee chooses. And typically, the only time we do that is is if if we believe there's enough merit in the resolution to recommend a due pass. Well, well, the only thing I would say to that, though, would be that I think her comment seems to reflect the, the sense or the fear that Correct. we're rushing forward. I hear that. Pass or the, and all I would say to that is that's just a parliamentary thing. And I think, exactly. honestly, we, we have not been very disciplined. I wasn't in my seven years as chair. I would expect other chairs would agree that they may, you know, look, things happen in meetings. Sure. Uh, you know, sometimes we just fall into the fun of let's get down and don't worry about the parliamentary. But the fact that someone has moved to do Pat, that doesn't mean that we're rushing into anything. This is going to no. have a very full and full debate. Doesn't mean it'll pass either. That I, right. I, damn straight. Absolutely right. It, it's is, just, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I don't want to yeah. kick you off. No, I'm done. I just want to be in the queue. Um, yeah, I would agree with, with Mark and Paul uh, by voting a due pass. As I understand it, it means that the discussion and debate can begin. And then what comes after that right. could actually wind up being very, very different from, well, from what we had originally at, discussed. But I, I, yeah. do, I do sort of understand the tension here because it's like we have a couple of competing ideas. One is to have a joint convention and there will be people for and against that. And the other idea is to have uh, two separate conventions separated by some time and there will be people for and against that. So we have kind of a multiplicity of ideas right. competing here and i see maybe the role of this committee and the, the people who are calling in tonight to try to work out what is something that we can put forward to the board because or to the membership because i really do think that this is a very important issue and 
Um, how I personally feel about it, I do have views on it. Um, I, I think maybe secondary to getting something in shape for the members to vote on. That was kind of how, how I saw it when I seconded yeah. it. Yeah, and I don't get the sense that this is going to be withdrawn. So I, I no. would feel like in fairness to Aaron that I do feel like this resolution needs some cleaning up regardless of, of how we move forward. But so, right. um, and, I, and I suspect that other members of the committee would join me, join me in saying to Aaron that he, his resolution has a, a, a lot better chance of having some result if he takes the joint convention stuff away. I agree with you. I agree with you. Because yeah. I, I do agree. think there are some things around coordination and communication yeah. between right. the two organizations I that agree have nothing well. to do with joint. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like two separate conventions and leave some time, the two-week time Correct. period. Yeah. For I mean, so that, that people can that, go that's, that's, a, that's at I, least that's something that's, that's likely to go <laughs> forward and has a chance yeah. of passing our organization. <laughs> I agree. Um, Aaron, as the bringer of the resolution and hearing... I think just about everybody on the committee, um, you know, having that preference of the the time, you know, the the two different conventions separated by a couple of weeks. Um, what is your? What did, I'd like to have you response. What is your? What is your feeling? What's your response on that? Yeah, I'd agree to. Uh, I'd agree to agree to have that part removed about the joint. Uh, beans. Okay. What was that? Said cool beans, what I said. Oh, now we, we've got some stuff to work with now. Let's go. We do. Yeah. I feel yeah. much better. So, so, you know, the, the idea would now be to move forward, uh, essentially having a resolution that would call on ACB to negotiate with NFB to have conventions separated by enough time that people can attend both if they so desire. And, 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 and I think. Uh, Aaron, I, I don't know how long you've been in the organization, but but certainly in the past, um, holding conventions at the same time was uh, an idea that was espoused probably by both organizations. Yeah, um, I know about like when you guys reached out to right, journey right, and stuff, reading about that. Right. right. So, so, I mean... Both organizations are equally are are equally guilty of being um, wrongheaded and stubborn about the the whole issue of meeting at the same time. Yes, in twenty nineteen, uh, right? We reached out to Dan Spoon. Um, so yeah, both sides have. Uh, yeah. So are yeah, but that doesn't change us and, trying to change the future. No, and I and I think I I would like to hope that we are at a a point where the two organizations have started to collaborate. You know, I know that, uh, um, you know, President Dan Spoon and President Mark Riccobono have, uh, you know, look at look at our fireside chat that Dan had uh, last year, you know, during the leadership conference that Mark was part of. And then just a couple of days later, Clark had one on the advocacy, and I can never remember the, uh, the person that's the NFB um, governmental affairs or advocacy person mr chair mr chair um yes, sir. Let, let me have the floor for just one second and wind down tuesday topics um 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being a part of Tuesday Topics. We're going to switch now um, from uh, ACB Media 1 to ACB Media 6, where this um, Resolutions Committee meeting will continue. I hope everyone will join us next week when Tuesday Topics and the Resolutions Committee will once more get together uh, to try to decide together what the policies of the American Council of the Blind are going to look like going forward over the next several years. So thank you guys very much for being here. We look forward to seeing you next week so that we can resolve some more. And in the meantime, continue to join us on ACB Media 6. Good night.